What's going on, folks? Bill here from the Super Review Show, and welcome to another edition of Mixed Bag. And just a reminder, we the best podcast. Okay, as you can see, we have a little bit of a... As you can see, we have a a little bit of a, a... change of appearances this evening um jt is not here we sent him to a nice vacation right justin uh yes wait you killed him we sent him a nice vacation to fiji you killed him (laughs) we'll explain that joke later but anyway we're about welcome to Welcome to Mixed Bag, and um, JT is not here tonight. He's actually at a concert right now with his lovely lady. So I'm stuck with these two guys. My, I I am stuck with, he is, but why am I going to do this alone? In the words of John Lennon and Paul McCartney, I'm having a little help from my friends. So joining me, he is my right-hand man on Movie Holics Productions and my very good friend, Justin Favaro. How's it going, folks? And you remember her? She was on our top 10 SpongeBob episodes. Please welcome the loveliness, Allie Wiener. I am back. <laughs> and so, how you guys doing tonight? I can't complain. No, I'm good. Well, actually, do you mind if I say something before we begin our little top 10 list? Absolutely. First off, I want to say happy 25th to south park it has been 25 years i can't believe it it's actually older than me which actually my birthday's tomorrow so and i just want to thank matt stone trey parker for making an amazing series and hope that we have more years to come and yeah yeah, I have very early uh, memories of South okay. Park. Um, so, first of all, I'd like to respond. Um, okay, first I want to begin by saying, first of all, Allie, happy one day early birthday. Thanks. And early. second of all, second of all, as Allie just gave it away, um, tonight in celebration, as Ali just said, it is the 25th anniversary of South Park. Can you believe, guys? It's been on for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, in honor of this great milestone, tonight we are counting down our top 10 South Park episodes. We're not going to lie. This was, on my end, I don't know about you guys, this was a very hard list to make. It was a little yeah. hard. Because 25 years, there were just so many good episodes. Uh-huh. And, and I actually tried binging all the episodes in preparation of this. 
I got up to season 10. I didn't have to I just, anything. I just literally bounced around and remember what episodes I liked. But anyway, so tonight we are counting down our top. Okay, I just want to give a little disclaimer. South Park does include some controversial topics such as politics and religion. They do not reflect the views of the Super Review Show. We're just talking about these subjects in context of the episode. And, and everything is fictionalized. Don't worry. And everything is fictionalized. <laughs> Poorly. So, <laughs> so, so oh, I I think guys, <laughs> guys, I think it's time that we go on down the South Park and meet some friends of mine. Boom. You forgot the rest of the whole theme song. Oh, do you want me to do the whole thing? I can do it. Or should we just get down the business? What? As long as you do the Kenny fart. Okay. One, two, going down the South Park. Friendly faces everywhere. Humble folks around and places. Come on down the South Park and leave my world behind. Every park in people say howdy. Come on down the South Park. Gonna see if I can unwind. Like, come on down the South Park and meet some friends of mine. Doing... <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Okay, so, so we... what does Kenny say? Do we have to say it? Nah, they can find out on YouTube. There's an orchestral version of the theme song. Go see it. Allie, would you like to share with the class what he says? I. It's too inappropriate. And again, if you really want to know what he says, watch the orchestral version online. Okay. So anyway, I just want, before we begin, before we get to honorable mentions, I just want to say these are our personal list. Some of your favorite episodes might be on there. Some of them might not be. And you may agree with us. You may disagree with us. But you know what? This is America. Wait, I thought this, is this America? Because I thought this was America. This is America. And you are free to disagree. (laughs) And if, or you can respect our authority. <laughs> okay, so enough dilly-dallying. Let's get down to business. We're going to begin with our honorable mentions. To show that chivalry is not dead, ladies I, first. You know, I don't like this at all, being, having to do this first, but I'm going to do it first. So I have a couple honorable mentions here. My first one is pretty much something about teaching people just how to be themselves and not act like Paris Hilton in her stupid whore play set. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> so mainly the episode is all the girls in South Park Elementary dress up like Paris Hilton and they throw a little party. Wendy gets Mr. Slave to tell him not to. While on the sideline, Paris Hilton tries to get Butters to be her next pet. <laughs> and he's got him there. And Yes, and do a horror off, which leads to one of my favorite moments. Ah, oh, Mr. Slade. I wish you had more appearances. Nice. More speaking roles. You mean te- he's the teacher's ass, remember? Oh, Jesus! No, he was just Christ! <laughs> and we also want to tell our fair viewers that, uh, yeah, tonight we're going to be using some language that's not exactly... PC. Sorry, guys. TVMA. Cause you know what's so good about South Park? They offend everyone. 
That's true. Yeah, they they leave no stone unturned. Yep. And yeah, okay. So that was your first honorable mention. Yes, my second one is a trilogy. It is the Black Friday trilogy. Wiener, wiener, wiener. (laughs) Yes. I just loved it. Like the whole reference pretty much how they talked about how Game of Thrones. It's not just about Black Friday. Forget about that. Because all we know is that it's a super fight between like, you know, Xbox, PS4. And also, I love the part with Randy Marsh being a security guard, but it's just like, it feels like watching Game of Thrones without watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> with all the betrayals and all that. Yeah. All the weird cheating nonsense, um, incest, people killing each other to get like these weird Elmo dolls. <laughs> See, Bill? The Pickle Me Elmo Massacre. And the best part of yes. that trilogy. <laughs> Who wouldn't want Stay to away from Tickle Me Elmo, kids. <laughs> well, the best part of the trilogy is who wouldn't want to be Princess Kenny? Oh, my God. <laughs> Kenny made his dreams come true. Don't ask why Kenny's being a chick. That's just how he's rolling right now. <laughs> All right. My next honorable mention is actually one that, I, I mean, it is a little controversial in some ways, but reverse controversy. It's the last of the Mexicans. It's the episode oh where they God. like. <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, it's when Butters becomes a hero to the Mexicans as Montezuma's work, Mexican work, <laughs> where all the Mexicans go back home to their country, and then somehow Cartman leads the border patrol to pro- to try to prevent people well, from. Of he does. <laughs> yeah, pretty much Cartman being Cartman, an asshole. And then Butters tries to win the whole thing in the end of their competition, their game that the boys do in the beginning. And my last honorable mention, sadly, what was um, a temporary one, an indefinite one, Kenny dying. Wait, which one? Kenny dies. Which one? (laughs) Kenny dies. The big one. The big one. The one where Kenny dies and he doesn't appear for many seasons. One season. Okay, do we have to? I think we have to. You ready? Oh my god! They killed Kenny! You bastard! (laughs) Yeah, so maybe Kenny dies from some sort of illness. (laughs) So Kenny dies from some sort of illness and Cartman tries to get stem cells in some ways, but Mainly the whole episode was depressing. Yeah. You didn't know that Kenny actually died. Dies, not dies, it reappears somehow in so many ways. Like, I don't know. Yeah, why did that happen? That's a question that has never been answered. Actually, yeah. Is there like so many clones of Kenny? It's because Mm -hmm. uh, Kenny's parents were uh, in a cult for Cthulhu. (laughs) I thought people love Cthulhu, Justin, don't they? (laughs) All right, but I yield at this point. Is that all your honorable mentions? All my honorable mentions, I yield. All right, Justin, over to you, my friend. Um, first honorable mention I want to talk about is the mystery of the urinal deuce. Oh, who went over to in the urinal? Yep, and that's the main reason why. The, the rest <laughs> of the episode's okay, but... Mr. Mackey in that episode is Prime Mackey. Okay. 
Okay. You think it's funny? Well, let me ask you this. You think it'd be real funny if, if someone just walks into your house, drops the tr- uh, tr- trousers, okay, and takes a uh, number two on your uh, <laughs> on your nightstand? You wouldn't think it very funny then, do you? Okay. I love your Mr. Mackey impression. He's probably my favorite minor South Park character. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, next. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Charles Manson. Ooh, I didn't see that one. Okay. Just because you get to see where Cartman comes from. And it explains a lot. All right. The rest of it, I'm like, it is pretty cringy, but just to see where Carbon came from. Wow. Okay. Uh, any others? Um... Oh, the New Year's Eve party. Um, the one where um, Randy and Gerald go in the hot tub together. Oh, that's the oh, meteor the shower one. The meteor shower one. That was a that was a three part episode. Yeah. When when Stan is hand is hanging out with Butters and it's. Two yeah. other, and, and, they Charlie's blah, blah, blah. Angels. and they do the Charlie's Angels thing. Maybe these are two, dude. That was the first speaking role of Butters, too. Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, wrong episode. Oh, I'll get to that. In a <laughs> it's Butters. The that's that's me. me. <laughs> that is a really good impression, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Any others, Justin, or do you yield? Um, those those are my honorable mentions. Okay, I have a couple. Okay, this was a very difficult... This whole list was very hard for me to make. Okay, my first one is the episode Free Hat. Oh, okay. It's the one when the... um Justin, I thought of you while watching this episode, actually. Oh, Why? Yes. Because of the free part? <laughs> what? Forget it. No, because the episode is about how Kyle, Al the gang, well, Kenny's dead, and they've been replaced by Tweak. Um, yeah, but who dies? And he's been, Kenny's died, and he's replaced by Tweak. No, you don't remember. I think it was an episode, one of the episodes. They just spoiled everything. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so what happened was, is that they don't. Is that they don't like how there are movie how movie directors are re-releasing their movies and re-editing uh, them. Uh, see why I thought of you now, Justin. Now I see where you're coming from. And and they form a club and they put free hat and they think, oh, we're gonna get everyone free hats. But it's actually everyone shows up, they think, oh my god, we don't have enough free hats. Well, no, we don't care about the hats. 
We're here to free Hat McCollum. He went to prison in 82 for killing 24 children. Oh, and the wow. governor won't free him. Oh, wow. Gee, can't imagine why. You, Justin? <laughs> like, but anyway, but, you know, there's, like, appearances of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Well, they're not, but, you know, they're parodied in the episode. Hmm. And they're trying to do a re-release cut of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. If JT was here, he'd have a freaking meltdown. <laughs> if I told him that. I but think he's going to watch this later and see it. Yeah, he, he probably is. Oh, just in case. Uh, hi, JT. Uh, we we want to be honest with you. There's a slight chance we might get your channel shut down tonight. So um, <laughs> we're sorry. It's Bill's fault. It's my fault. I'll, I'll take the you L on this one. You nuts later. You should have. You should have thought double when you put me in charge. So I'm and in charge. When you gave the green light to a South Park episode. <laughs> and yes, I asked the permission of our fearless leader to do this. Um, but anyway. Um, okay, so that's another one episode of mine. Um, another one is The Jeffersons. Oh my God! When when a celebrity who has the initial and it turns out to be should I spoil it for the good folks or let no, them watch no, it? No, 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 that's ignorant. That's <laughs> ignorant. Come on, blanket. Wee, he can fly. He can fly. God, they killed Kenny. You, you bastard. Okay, another one. You know what? Whilst we're on the subject, dead celebrities. Oh. Now I was going to put that in my top ten, but I was thinking, and but I just okay. Kyle's brother is seeing well dead celebrities. It's basically sort of a parody of the Sixth Sense once you think about it. Oh. Um. Okay, got two more. One is a classic one. Called canceled. Oh, yeah. all right. My list. Um, I'm gonna let Justin explain when he gets to his, and I'll and I'll probably be explaining dead celebrities on my list too. Damn, I feel stupid right now. Um, anyway, uh, again, this is where the Homer Simpson chokes Bart. Why you let him? And <laughs> <Yep>. then, <laughs> and then my last. Okay, my last one. This was an episode I. Because this was actually the first episode of South Park I ever watched. Really? It's called Cartman Joins Nambla. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> that was your first? That was the first South Park oh. episode I ever watched. All right, wait. Before we get into that, Justin, do you remember your first? It was the anal probe one. Oh, you went... Okay. And mine, actually, I think my chemistry teacher, someone... I don't know. It was two. Ep it was one of two episodes. It was the episode with the Helen Keller musical and then the episode where they lose the Wi-Fi. I don't remember which one I saw first. Okay. And I just want to say, I remember going, uh, this is Nambrel, right? The, not going to say what that stands for, go look it up. And they're like, no, we're the National Marlon Brando lookalikes. Wait, the other Namblas are here? Let's go kick their ass! <laughs> and they still want no May Day. Wow, they do look like Marlon Brando. Oh, wow. And then I, I just love that chase scene when they're like... 
Oh my god! When they walk, when they okay. go through the, when they go through the hotel, the dun 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 dun, dun and they're like, and like these guys want to have sexual encounters with us, and then oh no, this, this, this. all right, Malabrados, I think they went over there, and then and then they're like just going like going, and then and then like you guys are under arrest. No, you got the wrong man luggage. Damn it! Hey, we didn't try this door, and then. And one of and the guy from that organization is giving the speech about you need to tolerate us. Dude, you have sex with children. I'm like, we're you're just scared because we're different. Dude, you have sex with children. Yeah, we believe in tolerance and equality and everything, but dude, you. And yeah, that was my first ever episode of South Park that I watched. Wow. So yeah, I took a took a little stroll down memory lane. Um. Okay, so without further ado, so we're on to the top ten. All right, Allie. Ooh, all right. Kick us off. Well, since it is my birthday tomorrow, I wish I can go to this place at number ten. You guys know where it is? Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita is my number uh, ten. Up Casa Bonita. Casa. <laughs> So mainly what happens is that Cartman pretty much tries to take Butter's place and go into Casa Bonita by pretend by convincing Butter that it's the end of the world and Butter's is in this weird place and because of like, course yeah and everyone's trying to find Butter's and stuff but the last part of that episode where Cartman just runs for Casa Bonita doing everything. How much you want to bet that Butter still ended up getting grounded? <laughs> like he always please. does. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, good tacos. <laughs> like, it's a skydiving thing. And he had, I think, Cartman just does the diving in. Mm-hmm. And I think the policemen were like, You're arrested. Is this all worth it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was just a really good episode. Oh, it's a funny episode. And I wish Casa Benita was real. It is real. It is? It is? Where? I think in Colorado. Really? Wow. And Trey Parker and Matt Stone do own it. Whoa. They bought it out of bankruptcy. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Hey. Road trip. Next year, we'll do it. We'll take a road trip to Colorado. Go to all the places in Colorado where South Park was filmed. Well, Justin, you in? Oh. Uh, maybe. <laughs> all right. I'm done talking about Casa Bonita. <laughs> okay. Justin, over to you. All right. So my number 10 is canceled. Oh, um, really? I, I kind of love how this is. They play on the rerun, you know, because it starts out oh, exactly yeah. like the first episode, and then they were like, "Wait, school days, off. school it's days, very deja vu." Yeah, and then the big reveal—they're all on television. Intergalactic television. Wow. That's it's bonkers. And of course they have 
like the alien dumping all the exposition. They have a bet as a uh, anthropomorphic dog. Um, what do you think of the concept of a, like Earth just being a reality show? It's, it's kind of nihilistic once you think about it. It's a little scary how much yeah. truth there is in it. My question is though, is it in this universe or is it in another universe? Say that again? Is, could this happen in this universe or in another universe? Mm. Ah, the multiverse theory. Oh, jeez. Mm. I knew you two would get along. She's in the Marvel too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, um, all right. Any more to say or is it my turn? Um, it's always fun to see them spin the concept um, of of meta humor of <laughs> the whole thing about how they were going to get canceled and that means the whole planet was going to get blown up and, and they only way they got to reassure them was with a compromising tape of them doing scandalous things. Wow. Yeah. And you want to know an interesting fact, Justin and Allie? Remember at the end of the episode when they said, you know, the, the Americans in Iraq, you're going to have a drag out brawl. That episode actually premiered on March 19th, 2003, the day the U.S. invaded Iraq. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. You know how how they always joke around that the Simpsons predict the future? Yes. Did the South Park predict the future? Well, South Park has a six-day turnaround time, so they their finger's pretty much on the pulse of society. Yeah, I think that's what's so great about it. And, you know, whilst we go yeah. through this list, we're going to talk about why South Park is so great. All right, anything else, Justin, or over to me? Um, over to you. Okay, my number 10, I feel like I kind of had to put this on here. Osama Bin Laden has 40 pants. <laughs> this was the first episode that was aired after 9-11. And yep. that the opening shot. When they're all sit and when okay, the opening shot, folks, is the gang is sitting there and they all have their gas mask on, and they're like, "Okay," because aside from nine eleven, there was also an anthrax scare, wow. scare, and yeah, this episode I think aired like almost two months after the events of nine eleven, and and. And you know, and they're all scared, and they are sending dollars to aid to aid in Afghanistan. And the four boys there to thank them, they send them a goat. And 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 they try to send the goat back. So they go to Afghanistan themselves with the U.S. military. I think so. Far- when they think the U.S. military, when the U.S. military thinks that the goat is Stevie Nicks. Oh my God, Miss Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> like, and then the Taliban has captured Stevie Nicks. Oh 
boy. And they just captured the goat. And the boys go into Afghanistan. And then when they meet, and then they see Osama bin Laden. And he just comes off as kind of, you know, weird. Derpy. Yeah. And you know what I actually find very amusing? The Cartman, the dynamics. The funny routine that Cartman pulls Yeah, it's kind of like a... Laden. Kind of reminds me of like a Bugs Bunny. Oh. It's kind of like a Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd cartoon. Hmm. My, my favorite was when Cartman dressed up as a an Arab lady on a camel, and he goes for the camel. <laughs> Screwball. <laughs> Nice. And when they do a magnificent on the magnify glass and they show his. <laughs> and then the remember Carver goes, Oh, time to pray. And he has the um the carpet goes, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And it's just like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I think this is a good episode. Because come to think of it, this episode was released at, at a time when America needed South Park and needed to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, and just watching the watching the episode, it just kind of reminded me of, you know, Justin and I are the same age. Allie, you're a couple years younger. But um, I kind of vaguely, 9-11 happened when I was very young. I mean, I know I was four, so I I was like seven, but I, I do remember anything. some of the things like Amer- like then they put it in the episode like American flags everywhere, yeah, and you know people just scared and people you know like people just glued to the television watching the news, and and you know what and. And you know, I remember that too. And that, and this wasn't in the episode, but I remember that freaking song "God Bless the USA" was on every, every radio oh, station. They, they replaced so, it with, they replaced it on the uh, overhead announcements on uh, back in elementary school when I lived in uh, New Windsor. Um, they replaced uh, "Babies Play America the Beautiful." They replaced it with that song. And listen, if you like that song, go ahead, like it. But not my cup of tea, but that's a whole different rant for another video. Um, But anyway, um, but you know what? I like the end when when they say, when they have that American, little American flag, I say, you know what? America has our problems. But it's our home. And you can't leave your team when you, or something like that. And they're like, go America. Go America. And you know, that's a nice thing because like I said, this was released at a time where we needed to laugh. We were scared to death after 9-11 and the anthrax scare. We were just absolutely terrified and we needed something to raise our spirits. And I felt like that episode Trey Parker and Matt Stone was telling, hey, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to have fun. It, we can poke fun at Osama bin Laden. We can poke fun of the Taliban. It's okay. But Bill, it hasn't been 23 years yet. Oh, a reference to another episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does anyone have that episode on their list? 
No. I don't think me so. Neither. But um, should we explain that joke for those who don't really watch South Park? Justin, would you care to do the honors? Was that the shit episode? I think that was the Jared episode. Oh, yes, the Jared episode. Right, because AIDS is finally funny. Which, um... that's just in the context of the episode. We don't really think that, but... You know what? No, we shouldn't really be talking about that episode with, you know, things yeah. that happened to Mr. Fogel in the past. God damn it, years. he's a Jew. Okay, you're really trying to get us shut down here. Um, Allie, well, um, what's your number nine? Well, we're going to get shut down. Well, not canceled. It's not number nine. My number nine is a losing edge. <laughs> Is it the baseball one? Yes, it's the baseball one. Where South Park Little League team tries to lose every game so they don't have to play baseball anymore. But somehow all the other teams just make them win in some ways. And one of the best parts of that episode is Randy getting drunk and beating up other dads, getting arrested. What do you think I'm doing? Like, you think it's crazy? I shouldn't be doing this. I thought this was a And somehow, ironically, Randy causes South Park to lose <laughs> in the end. I know they try to bring uh, bring Kyle's cousin, whose also name is Kyle from Connecticut. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but somehow they never told the other Kyle why they needed him. Hmm. You're going to see a lot more episodes on my top list involving Randy. Because gosh darn it, <laughs> oh. Randy Marsh is my favorite character on South Park. I, I just love that episode. Yay, what's up? What's up? Congratulations, boys. You're going to the playoffs. Wait, what? <laughs> And they like try to throw the games, and it's hilarious. Oh my goodness! I really do like that episode. It's you so. Know, I have got a weird question. Has this ever happened to any little league teams where they have a drunk father just beating up other? Uh, I would doubt it. I mean, I've oh, seen drunk people be. fighting like in baseball it's games recently. Happen. It has to have happened somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure it happens. Yeah. Um, I thought this was America. Oh my goodness. All right. Justin, over to you. Wait, wait, Allie, were you done or? I'm done. Justin, over <laughs> you, buddy. All right. Um, Allie, get ready for this one. Because everyone knows it's funny. Oh, that's me. <laughs> What <laughs> a brilliant episode! <laughs> that episode is 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 hilarious. Um, I recently revisited that episode. Um, so for those who have not seen it, um, it's the Stotch's anniversary, and this is back when uh, Mrs. Stotch's name was Chris. By the way, uh, they did end up changing his name to uh, something else. 
Um, the Stotts anniversary, um, Mrs. Stotts being a nosy mother tells Butters to go out and see what daddy's uh, buying her for the anniversary. So Inspector Butters is on the gate. Everyone knows it's Butters. That's me! <laughs> So Butters follows Mr. Scotch to a movie theater. He comes out very quickly. Then he finds him in a gay bathhouse where he is performing very compromising acts. He was wrestling. He he didn't do so good. He got pinned a few times. No, that was a direct quote from the episode. <laughs> yep. So when he reports this to uh, Mrs. Scott, she goes insane and tries to kill Butters. Oh, didn't she try to drive him off? Try to leave him in the car and just push him off into a lake? Yep. So um, she breaks down in front of uh, Mrs. Scott and they come up with a cover story that um, he was kidnapped by some Puerto Rican guy. In which case, um, they start getting wide support from people like O.J. Simpson and uh, who are the other two, Bill? Hmm, I don't remember. I haven't seen Neither it in so a while. Um, I think one of them was a congressman, too. Maybe. So when Butters eventually turns out okay in the end, uh, Mr. Stotts comes out and apologizes to everyone. And then he goes to town on um, OJ and those other two families. He was like, well, you're a liar. You're a dirty liar. You know, that's what people would tell me. And then people would see her, my wife, and he'd be like, oh, hello. By a deep inside, they're like, murderer, you dirty murderer, come back, you murdering liar. And it would just cut to all three of them, like, in their, with their dumb, smug uh, expressions, like, <laughs> Who's the boy? It's Butters. That's me. <laughs> I love Butters. So innocent. But yeah, everyone picks on him. He's like the anti Eric Hartman once you think about it. I know. He is. They're just a foil to each other. Oh, I know this isn't on my list, but hopefully it is on, on your list. Remember Osimo. Oh, wait, you, you forgot me. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, you guys ready for my number nine? Yep. Sure. Okay, my number nine is an episode called Chef Goes Nanners. Oh. Oh, my God. Yes, you're going to be getting the professorial lecture. You're going to be getting the lecture for Professor Murphy in a little bit. Um. But no, okay, the episode is... The episode is that Jimbo and Chef 
probably one of my favorite characters on the show, Chef. Hey, kids. Hi, Chef. Hello, hey, Chef. Children. Um, How's let's it going? Go to lunch. Oh, rest in peace, Isaac Hayes. Hi, Chef. Anyway, Jimbo and Chef are Jimbo, who is Randy's brother, or I think so. I don't know. Are yeah, in an I argument think. at the at South Park City Hall when they're fighting over their town flag, oh. and the town flag is a, a bunch of being hung by a white a group of white people. Um. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just got an interruption from my brother. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Um. But anyway, it's of a black man being hung, and by a group of white people. By a group of white people, and Jimbo starts by saying, "Chef, I respect you, but." This is this is about history. The people like when my great grandfather came here, and then they hold up the flag. Go, now, please tell us why you think this is racist. Okay, folks, listen. You don't need a PhD to know why that's racist. You know, it kind of reminds me of well, that, I do like think an episode. It's racist, but it is our history. Well, it is our history, but I do think it is kind of racist. And. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. So hold on to that point, Justin. Hold on to it. Um, but, you know, and also as a side plot, the children of South Park Elementary are now forced to have to be in the debate whether the flag should be changed or not. Because, you know, we got to drag the children into this. The poor, oh, sweet, innocent children. What was that, Justin? Of course. We have to drag the children into this. And Cartman gets put on a team at Wendy Testaburger. Oh. And, oh. and there's a little uh, tension I'm surprised between. surprised came out of that. There's a little tension between them. Yeah, so that's the subplot. But, you know, back to the main plot, you know, there is like a huge debate over whether the flag should be changed. And it gets to the point where the KKK are on the side of don't change the flag. And you know, yeah. when you're on the side of the KKK, something rotten in the state yeah. of Denmark. But what I find interesting, like there is a there is a part of the episode when the newscasters asking them questions and Justin, would you do that again, please? But, well, I do think it's racist, but it is our history. Well, I do do think it's our history, but I can see how it is kind of racist. And and you know, later on with them, when the KKK there, we asked what they think of the KKK being here. Well, I do believe it's racist, but it is free speech. Going, I do believe it's free speech, but it's racist. And then Chef goes, oh, you people are just so indecisive. And I'm like, Watching this episode now, here's with my I'm putting my professor hat on. Mm. Mm -hmm. It kind of explores that these issues are not as simple as you think. I can agree with you on that because but I was uh, thinking about this too. A lot of these issues, because you know we've been seeing this over the last few years with yep. debate whether the Confederate flag should come down, 
whether Confederate statues should go down. Mississippi, they ended up changing their flag, which had the Confederate flag in there. It, and you hear the debates. You know, uh, well, it's part of, like, listen. Well, should the Washington Indians change their name? Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, but, you know, as, you know, I'm a white dude from the Northeast. So I don't really have a dog in the fight on the debate. But, you know, you can see for someone who's African-American, that, that flag is like, yeah, that's racist. It represents segregation. It represents slavery. Mm. But, you know, if you're a white Southerner, you could see that as, hey, that's just our heritage. And, you know, it's I like this episode because it shows that these issues are complex. Yeah. And like, you know, people... And, you know, it acknowledges that, yes, it's part of our history, but it is racist. Like, mm -hmm. that is a statement. And you can acknowledge that racism is a part of our history. And, you know, in the end episode, he has a spoiler here when Jimbo goes, you know what? I just I figured out that I was on the side of of Klansmen. I don't have any problem with blacks. And he goes, and Chef goes, I know, Jimbo, you're a good man. And he goes, ah, this was about this to me, it was just about history. It wasn't about race. Because if you look through the episode, Jimbo's motive, Jimbo's intentions really have nothing to do with race. No. No. And he gets actually uncomfortable when the clan is on his side. Yep. And he even and and at first said, Oh my god, if they're on our side, we're not I'm not gonna get my way, but he does come to the epiphany that he could realize that he realizes people can view that as racist. You know, while Chef is going into the thing, when he he really starts, if you watch the episode, he starts turning on a lot of the people. Once you think about it, he starts calling them. He starts call. He starts calling them names. He just starts hating them. He said, "You know what? I just figured out I'm just as bad as the people I thought I was hating." At that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And that's the thing. Again, and I've said this twice already. I like the episode because it shows these type of issues are complex and they're not, there's not really an easy answer. And listen, everybody has their own views on whether flags or, or statues should come down or not. And, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I like the. You know, again, I like how they show the complexity of these issues. Like, what, what do you guys think? Am I am I crazy or no? I mean, to think of it again, no. we, meant, we mentioned this before. This is a lot going on nowadays in our country, and I think it's relevant to today. Once you think about mm -hmm. it, all right. And well, trust me, that's not my only. That's not my only professorial lecture you're going to hear tonight. You're going to hear a couple. <laughs> you know what the thing is about South Park is it's a show that's so stupid but yet so smart at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it sounds like I'm giving a doctoral thesis on a lot of these episodes. Because <laughs> you could probably write a bunch of master or doctoral theses on these episodes. You know, I, I saw a very interesting video yeah, just... essay on uh, the streaming wars, how it represents end stage capitalism. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. And I just want to say, um, when we do talk politics and religion here, like we here on SRS on Super Review Show, we don't really like talking about those subjects, but we're no. talking about them in the context of the episode. Yeah. We just want to give that we're talking about it in the context of the episode. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are now at number eight. All right. Well, before we go to eight, I know we were talking about this. And I remember the last time Bill and I were working on an episode doing their top 10 SpongeBob saying SpongeBob is educational in some sort of way. South Park is too. Hmm. What do you some think? Some sort Justin? of way. Um, sort of in the same way as um, just teaching you about the world. Yeah, it is. Like the real world, like outside of the school and college bubble. Right. All right. Well, now going back to number to my number eight, we're going to the beginning, people. The very first episode. Cartman gets an anal probe. I, I didn't see the Jesus one. I'll be honest. The original unaired, but number eight, you have to go with the original in there. It's the reason why school South Park days, became school days. <laughs> it's the reason why South Park became South Park. I mean, I didn't really see it originally as its own episode. I saw it for one of my favorite YouTube channels, Twisted Tunes, they did a reading of it and I laughed so hard. But to watch it realistically, I'm like, oh my God, this is actually really good. <sighs> like from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Where Cartman calls Kyle a Bilbo to the first, ready, I so kick the baby. Kick the baby. I'll kick the baby. Kick the baby. <sighs> to chef's first appearance to when Ike gets abducted <laughs> to what the kids and let's, yeah <laughs> and let's not forget um, when Kyle just wears up a storm at the very end and it's all bleeped out even in like the HBO mask <laughs> um, and it's just they use the censorship as a joke <laughs> I'm sorry I love those kind of things that's okay Oh, and the first time Kyle barfs at, not Kyle, Stan, barfs at Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, man. And mainly the whole point is that Cartman had an anal probe into him, in which he thought was a dream. Yeah. But is it the real life? Or is it it's just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. <laughs> Look up to the skies and see. Oh, that's another thing, but you know. That's a thing was, for another day, folks. Yeah, but it technically it was real in South Park. Yeah. Um just looking for the title of my number eight. Um I remember the plot vividly. I just can't remember the title. What is what? Is, what was it about? It's when uh, Kenny's parents are trying to conceive a new kid. That's the Nambla episode. That is the Nambla. Oh That's God! Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out that was my my exposure to South Park as well. <laughs> but I don't remember the Nambla bit. 
That sounded dirty too. <laughs> but yes, um, I have vivid memories as a child of that episode um, and how it looked, to me, it looked like Kenny was essentially trying to poison his father. That's what was going on in my five-year-old brain, five or six. Wow. Yeah, I'm messed up. <laughs> you are messed up, my friend. You know friend. what's weird? Is that in the end of that episode, the McCormicks did have another baby. Kenny. Yeah, another Kenny. It's like, what, the 50th time this happened? 50 seconds. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, you ready for mine? I'm ready. Okay, my number eight is Margaritaville. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Why Margaritaville? Okay, you know what? You know, okay, can I just be honest with you folks? I did a little last. No, I want you to lie to me. I did a last minute rearranging, and because I put an episode that I just thought of, and I put it in there, but I actually had an original episode that I took out. So, do you guys want me to talk about both? I had at number eight, or just why not? Because I did the oh. same at number seven. Okay, I'm kind of putting a. It's a tie. Woohoo! We love ties. Who doesn't like a good tie? Do you like a good tie, Justin? Well, I had to wear one last week, so. <laughs> yeah. No, anyway. But thank you. He'll be here all but week. But wait, why should we have a tie when we need a towelie? Because as uh, you know what they say. You don't want towels in the Okay. My number eight. Okay. Because both of them actually, my two number eights, they both have to do with controversial eras. The one that I originally put on there was an episode called was actually the 100th episode. Oh. It's called I'm a Little Bit Country. Oh my god! And I'm a little bit rock and And the the plot of the episode is that this this came out right around the, like in the early days of the Iraq War. And there's a protest going on in which the gangs, the majority of the gang's family is on the anti-war side and Kenny's parents are on the pro-war side. And after embarrassing themselves on local TV, Mr. Garrison makes the students write a report about, about what the founding fathers would think about the war. Mm. Saying, would they say, yeah, let's go to war or have the right to protest? And there is, and Cartman trying to get out of it does weird ways to get out and go do a flashback. And then he literally gets, jumps himself into a pool with the T-ball on, electrocutes himself, and goes into a coma and goes flashback to 1776. Oh, wow. And while they're debating whether or not to go to war with England. And then saying, well, we gotta be you know, well, we got to be, you know, we got to show that we're strong. Or, 
no, we got to do it through peace. And then Ben Franklin in the episode goes, we should live in a country where that's not afraid to defend itself, but has people voicing the opposition. So in the end, it's both. It's, you can have your cake and eat it too. And eat it too. Yeah. No, they, they use that exact line in the episode. And then Cartman gets up and at this rally, the pro-war people and the anti-war people are getting ready to kill each other. And with the song, I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit, I'm a little rock, bit and rock and roll. And, and then Cartman says, you know, we could say one thing and do another. You could be for war and protest against it. And then that end song, which is saying, oh, we love being hypocrisy. And then it's not really hypocrisy once you think about it. You know, because we live in a country that has free speech and you can have people, you can have a, you can speak out against your country if, it, if it's doing something that you believe is morally wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the premise of the episode. And I like at the end, thank you for 100 episodes for the war against the war. Who cares? 100 episodes. Woo! <laughs> and, and then, and then, um, Okay, my other one was Margaritaville. And it's gone. <laughs> okay, now this one has to do with the recession. Around 2008, 2009, uh. when first Stan puts his a check that he got from his grandmother. And, okay, okay, that banker was doing some... Uh, listen, I'm not a finance expert. But let's just say it's I, gone. I think what that banker was doing was illegal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but no, when they give you a check and you put it in an account, you're like, okay, I'll put it in an account. Okay, have a good day. But, and he's like, oh, I'm going to invest it in this and it's gone. Ah. And then, and then, um, and then it's, um, and then, you know, everybody's affected by it. And then Randy in the main plot goes by this, you know, basically treats the economy like it's a god. Yeah. Yeah. And literally wears bed sheets. And saying, no more needless spending. We're not gonna watch cable. We're gonna watch clouds. We're gonna wear we're gonna wear bed sheets. And and Kyle thinks this is crap and says, no, we should spend more. That's what helps the economy. And when you think about it, it's kind of a story of the passion. Oh, it is. Because Randy represents Caiaphas. Kyle represents Jesus. What does Cartman represent? Cartman is Judas. Judas. Of course. And when, you know, when Cartman says, all I want is is Grand Theft Auto for DS, the, the game is basically the 20 pieces of silver that Caiaphas gave Judas when he betrayed Jesus. And and it's actually interesting. Like, and and um, I actually recommend the the channel Wisecrack on YouTube. Hmm. They actually go into detail about it. It's very interesting. Go check it. Go go watch that video when when you're done here. It's very interesting. And and the subplot: there's a margarita machine. Ah, Stan. And Stan is just trying to return it. Goes. Well, the, the story goes, well, it was bought with a payment plan. You got to go to the corporate. Okay. 
yeah, uh, because of this thing and this security thing, you're gonna have to go to Wall Street. Wall Street, and they're explaining to it, and they're going, and they're going, yeah, go to the Treasury Department in DC. <laughs> Machine. And we're in go- the end, done by a headless chicken. Yeah, a headless, an endless chicken decides our financial fate, folks. But they're going yeah. like, like they literally go like, go another insurance company is going under. What do we do? Well, we got to consult the chart. You go like, and they show the chicken. They cut his head off, and it dances around. Some guy plays like a kazoo thing, and then he goes bail out, and the guy goes bail out the insurance company. <laughs> Yeah, that's how our financial fate is decided, folks. A guy cuts off Sometimes chicken. Sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, it kind of does. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and but you know, also from that wisecrack video, when you see how Randy's thoughts treating the economy like a god is kind of his, because if you've listened to the song Margaritaville, it kind of ties into everything. At the line when the guy has an epiphany and says it's my own damn fault oh wow it's about taking responsibility like are you maybe- sure it's not about getting wasted away in margaritaville no it's a oh, that's a debate for another video <laughs> so anyway yeah so it's a tie between margaritaville and i'm a little bit country all right. Allie, seven. So I'm going with my own tie because I originally had one episode and then I swapped it like just when I came home from work today. I thought because after listening to a song from that episode and then you said you want ties, I'll give you a tie. So my first number seven. Yeah, I think we need a little bit of something. What Do you guys know what we think we need? What? Integrity. What was that? Tegrity. Oh, some weed. Hey, gritty <laughs> It's early to bed and early to ride. I don't know, but I was watching, like, I got stuck in my head, the concert version of it, where I'm, I'm sorry I have to do this. Like, the whole, well, I'm just going to go to the concert part, and then I'm going to talk about Tegrity Farms. Like, the song they did in the concert, and then they said, the Joe Body took her jobs. They took a jabs. They took a jabs. Not doing it, Bill. What was that? They took a jabs. They took a jabs. They took a jabs. They took a jabs. They took a but anyways, the reason why I had Tegrity Farms on here, mainly I just love, it was a very modern episode, but yet somehow it started mainly because the kids in elementary school were vaping and Randy hated it. And he decided to move his whole family onto the, onto a Colorado farm growing weed. And then one day when he noticed Stan having a vape pen, he decided to go attack the, attack the vaping industry. While at the same time, Cartman and Butters are running a little third-party selling and having Kyle there to prevent him from doing anything. (sighs) And we get the return of everybody's favorite, Towelie. Want to get high? (laughs) 
Well, unfortunately, I guess after his episode in Crippled Summer where he went to rehab, he sort of relapsed on weed. Because now he now I got me some oh. weed and I hardly know what's going on. Oh, That's- oh, 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 no idea what's going on. <laughs> Oh, and the best part is when Stan, well, besides all Randy's hemp stuff, when he puts on the hemp hat, you know what plays? What? Spin Doctors, Two Princes. That got me to love that song right away. One, two, and I wish I knew the lyrics. And now for my second one, this one I had put down originally was the 300th episode, Shots. Hmm. Mainly the episode was just Eric Cartman refusing to get any vaccinations. And he squeals around like a little piggy naked in Crisco. And everyone's trying to get him to take a vaccine. And it ended up becoming a rodeo. In which after Eric's mom got kicked out, she saves him by accidentally getting vaccinated. In which Cartman thought he would get artistic if he got vaccinated. Oh, Oh. this. (laughs) I know. Very controversial. And people, vaccines do not cause autism. Amen. Thank you. Seriously, go get your vaccines. Even if you don't want to, even if you don't think it's the right thing, even if it's religious exemptions, go get a vaccine. But the All other right. side, yeah. Are you are you good or I'm good. The other sideline of it is that Randy celebrating his sale, his big sale with China and him having a fallout with Tally and pretty much Tally tells Randy he'll come back if he tells him. To fuck the Chinese. <sighs> All right. All right. Justin, you're number seven. All right. So my number seven, going back to the beginning again, um, with the episode Death. Um this is the uh euthanasia episode. Mm. Um it's where Stan's grandfather keeps asking Dan to you know and his suffering yeah and he keeps uh, asking people if that's the right thing to do he asks Chef he asks um, Jesus and they all say the same thing I'm not touching that with a 40 foot pole (laughs) And then, of course, you have the B plot with all the parents going to uh, the studio that produces Terrence and Philip because of what they consider to be toilet humor. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the whole time they're um, committing toilet humor of their own, making them hypocrites. And icing on the cake is when um, the Grim Reaper himself shows up at the end 
um, chasing the boys around South Park all over the place, and then they stop um, at the TV store where Parents of Philip is playing. They all stop to watch it. And then when they finally, when the parents finally succeed in uh, changing the the network, they change it to a new show, and you know, the Reaper gets angry and touches Kenny, killing him. Oh my God! They killed Kenny! You bastard! And, uh, and of course, what they replaced it with is almost as offensive as parents themselves, if not worse. And, of course, Kyle's mom gets offended. Nah, I'm not going to say it. Bill? Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of sounds like it covers a controversial issue which is one of them and then you know issues of censorship as well yep okay justin you good or um yeah i'm pretty good on that one okay my number seven is the ring I wasn't going to put this on my list but i got the song stuck in my head and i'm like okay you know what ring Okay, this is Kenny gets a new girlfriend. And Kenny gets a girlfriend. And there gets um there's a rumor going around that uh his girlfriend Woo-hoo! is um naughty. <laughs> and and then it finds out that she's obsessed with the Jonas brothers. So it goes to a Jonas Brother concert and and after the show she gets they meet the girlfriend and a bunch of other girls meet the band says, we see you begin too crazy out there. We want to know if you wear purity rings. No. Okay, first I want to say before I go on it is so weird watching this because this is back when the Jonas Brothers were like in their late teens, early twenties, mm-hmm. and now they're like in their twenties and thirties, and are married. And have, they're in their no one of them is like in 30s. their late twenties. No, thirty. Okay, I stand corrected. Thank you. But knowing that now most that they're all like in their thirties, married and have children, it's it's kind of strange, you know. Yeah, but anyway, so they get a ring. A ring. For those of you who don't know what purity rings are, it's basically a ring saying that you're not gonna until you're married. So, so then it shows that the ring is just making Kenny boring, and and the Jonas Brothers decide not to wear the rings because they think because the Disney plan is that they're gonna sell sex to young girls by that. Because you know what they say, sex sells. Mm-hmm. And and then they have their boss who is a foul mouth version of Mickey Mouse. 
and and then he's and then he like literally assaults one of them, and then he's like, "Don't you talk to me like that!" Get the, get the. And then like, do we have a problem? No, Mister Mouse. No, Mister Mouse. And. Yeah, so anyway, so Stan, Cartman, and Kyle are trying to help Kenny because he, he blows them off when they hang out. And then when he hangs out with his girlfriend, and then she, he just, like, freezes and be like, oh, no, what's going on? And then they track down the Jonas Brothers, and Mickey uses the tranquilizer, the tranquilizer, Darts and and says, "Wait, are they from DreamWorks?" Tam Eisner trying to run this company again. <laughs> and okay, factual error here. It was Jeffrey Katzenberg, not Michael Eisner, that started DreamWorks. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Do your research. <laughs> that was two thousand. Maybe they though. maybe they did that on purpose just to arc people. Ah, uh, so. And then there is this scene, like, I don't want to say what's said because it occurs, it does evolve a slur that I do not want to say. Right. I'll just censor it if that's okay. And I know that's against the point of everything, but he, but they're yelling to, he's yelling to the Jonas Brothers, go, you know, a nice Christian symbol shouldn't be used for profit gain. We've all angered God. And and he says to the Jonas Brothers, you three are going on stage and looks to Stan, Kyle, and Cartman. And you three are not, are not going to stop me. So, yeah, I think it's just a fun episode. It's And just seeing a foul-mouthed Mickey Mouse is, like, absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is like, absolutely freaking ridiculous. Doesn't that foul mouth Mickey Mouse appear in a couple other episodes? Yes. <laughs> and and you know what? I have to give a hat tip to the Jonas Brothers because they were good sports about it and they actually found the episode funny. Like when it first came out, they 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 said, oh, we just didn't have time to watch it because we were busy touring and stuff. And, but because I read somewhere that Nick Jonas said, no, when I first watched it, I, I couldn't stand it because I lived that with the purity rings and I was just so in that mindset. I I just didn't think it was funny. But then, but then like years later, because when I took the ring off and I watched it again, I found that I thought the episode was absolutely hilarious. You know, good to know that, you know, I... I Good for the Jonas Brothers that they were willing to poke fun at themselves and willing to laugh at themselves. So I give them credit for that. One of the very few things I give them credit for, but I give them credit for that. All right, Allie, what's your number six? All right. My number six is something Walmart this way comes. Oh, my God. oh that's a good episode. <laughs> when South Park finally puts up a Walmart and... Pretty much everyone ends up in there, whether they go there 24-7 or they end up working in there. And it's like this Walmart is pretty much consuming the town in some ways. 
and Stan and Kyle, they're trying to tell people, no, that's not the way we should stop, stop buying stuff at Walmart. Town didn't listen. They ended up burning it down singing kumbaya my lord next day it gets built up and then they rebuild it mm-hmm. and then carbon tries to prevent stan kyle and kenny from killing walmart by going with them to bettenville having a knife even though they knew the whole time that carbon's trying to kill them and then well i've been well, working for yes we know you been working. yeah <laughs> You've been and working also, for Walmart like, the whole time. Yeah, I'm the one who cut the tires on the way to Arkansas. And also the fact that and there's been three times in that episode where when somebody dies, you know what comes out of them? What? I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a while. Dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you owe me five bucks, Kyle. Oh and yeah, Walmart well, does it in the end. After they kill him. when you die, yeah. I hate to say weirdly true. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the case. Yep. Hmm. And and again, another Randy moment. Him pretty much can't stop, you know, taking on all these deals. He has to go to Walmart all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, kind of commentary how that drugstore closes, how like when big corporations come in and then yeah, little it, mom and pop businesses like, close down. It's like a whole monopoly. Yeah, and, and nowadays it's still kind of like that in some. It kind of is. Mm-hmm. But now again, you have all these online internet things where people can sell their own stuff online too. Yeah, thanks, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Uh, too bad fulfillment center wasn't in my list. Yeah. All right, Allie, you good? Or? I'm good. All right, Justin. My next, uh, my next pick is uh, the WTF. Oh, the wrestling episode. Yes. So. In this episode, the boys want to take up wrestling, but they find out real wrestling. <laughs> Thank you for saying it right. Wrestling. The Greg and Roman wrestling. Is a little um, not for them. <laughs> so they decide to make their own wrestling federation. But they don't really wrestle. They just shit talk each other all the time. And it becomes more about the storyline than it is about wrestling. You know, kind of how it is in real life. Um, uh, And then... They plan like this big WrestleMania kind of event. Um, the one thing that sticks out so clearly in my mind is Cartman's character being like addicted to abortion. Oh, wow. 
Um, and then at the end, you have the wrestling teacher have a breakdown on in front of the entire audience, and he's the one who gets to deal with, uh, I guess it's Vince McMahon, and goes on and becomes famous and wins $10 million or whatever. Uh, yeah, I can kind of see that because Ali, I know you're really into wrestling. Um, yeah. but I can see like people who they like high school wrestling may be offended by something like the they WWE be. because you know that because they like, technically the whole difference is that all these like wrestling promotions like WWE, ROH, Impact, all the they're sports entertainment. There is a lot of wrestling in there, but it's entertainment, and that's what like Cartman and the guys were doing with WTF. Just sports entertainment, but there was no fighting. Now it's just like basically watching a staged out play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what And, you know, I can see and I can see why people who actually have who wrestle in high school or college would be offended by something like that. Yeah, so you got any more to say on that, Justin, or over to me? Over to you. Okay, my number six is Chef Aid. No. This was oh, okay. a very early episode. Chef... Okay, Cartman is singing a song by Alanis Morissette, which turns out that Chef wrote. And Chef wants credit and the record company says no, and the record company sues Chef, which doesn't really make any sense. And then, and then comes the, and then comes the trial. They get Johnny Cochran with the Chewbacca defense. <laughs> Going, he's a Wookiee. Does it make any sense that I'm talking about a Wookiee in trial? No, it doesn't. That makes just as much sense, guys, as and I'm I'm sad I didn't put this episode on here. Man bear pig. Oh man bear pig. <laughs> I was to you, man bear pig. Oh, Al Gore. Um anyway, but um yeah, so they're trying to find ways to raise money. And you know, I love the record producer who is like Who's like, isn't that illegal? I'm above the law. <laughs> and and then it turns out that um Chef used to be a used to work in the rock business and knows some pretty famous names, such as Elton yeah. John, yeah. Ozzy. Yeah. And and they play Chef Aid, like Live Aid. Oh wow. And you know what I love? I love the Cartman German dance. <laughs> I do my dance for you. <laughs> and it's such a fun episode. And then and like I said, I love Chef. So it's just such a fun episode seeing everybody there and seeing all the music artists. So yeah, I um, highly recommend. So yeah, I recommend this episode. And oh my God, Ozzy Osbourne, Big Penny's head off. 
You bastard! Awesome. <laughs> wow, that was a good one. Okay. Number. Okay. All right. So num- we're in- we're getting to the top five. We're in the top five. Yay! Wow. <laughs> so my number five pick is medicinal fried chicken. <laughs> Justin's happy. <laughs> so pretty much any. So the guy. So after a soccer game, after soccer practice, which Cartman doesn't participate in, the guys mm-hmm. and Randy go to KFC, which they find out when they get there, is a medicinal marijuana place. And after Randy realizes it, he tries to find a way to give himself cancer. Dad, Bob's just stuck in his <laughs> and Cartman tries to find a way to get some Kentucky Fried Chicken at the same time and ends up, I don't know, in some sort of like mafia thing where he gets ca- Scarface. Oh, Scarface. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And forgot what it was. But I'll go back to the Randy plot afterwards. Pretty much Cartman is Scarface way, ends up trying to get Kentucky Fried Chicken and somehow ends up going to the Colonel. Mm-hmm. Oh, Randy gets testicular cancer <sighs> and finally gets his weed. A buffalo soldier. I forgot the, the, the lyrics. And then, like, you know, his. <laughs> I guess you could say his balls were like an actual ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He has a music as a hot video. Well, and then all of a sudden he tells all these other guys, if you guys want to get medical marijuana, you have a microwave at home. And they Nothing all do like it. exercise balls. <laughs> I think this was when during the time where Colorado legalized mar- medical marijuana. Yep. And there was also stuff in the news where they were making fast food illegal in some places. Oh my gosh. Yep. Or maybe it was the fast food tax. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember ever hearing fast food being illegal. There was something about it. Yeah. But maybe, in the maybe end... Maybe it was like a bill or something. I don't know. Yeah. In the end, Randy's balls are metal. Mm-hmm. And they ended up Putting both KFC and medical marijuana in the same place. Therefore, medicinal fried chicken. Actually, that sounds really good right now. All right. Extra greasy for medicinal purposes. Now that we promote drug use on this channel. <laughs> CBDs, people. CBDs. For medicinal purposes only. <laughs> All right. Justin, my friend, over to you. All right. My number five. I got a Cartman episode for you guys. It, Ooh. That's that's the name of the episode. It's it's the nanny episode. Oh. Now I like to a lot of people like to point out the Scott Tetterman episode as the point of no return for Cartman. No. No, I like to differ. It's this episode. This is the episode where Cartman literally upchucks the rest of the goodness inside of him. 
And now all that's left is this evil little shit. Wow. And you see that at the very end with the laugh and his maniacal laughter in his mind. Because at first, you don't know what side he threw up. Was it his good half or was it his bad half? No, he threw up his good half. That's what happens when you try to fix Eric Hartman. You create a devil. And that's when we're Caesar Milan pretty much tries to tame Eric, right? Yep. Because fun fact, Caesar Milan did do a reaction to this episode. Yes, I do remember that. And he actually pointed out a lot of good things about it. Hmm, I gotta see that. Is that are you talking about that's the episode with Caesar Milan? Yes. That's why I was doing a I was almost going to put that on my top 10 list, but I didn't. (laughs) Okay. Are you guys ready for mine? Go ahead. Hit it. My number five. Dum, 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 dum. Oh. Oh, the Mormons. My number five is all about Mormons. Dum, 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 dum. Dum, Okay. So there's a new family. We'll get into that song in a moment. <laughs> anyway, there's a new family that moves in the South Park, and their son is in the class with the gang, and they move from Utah, which is predominantly Mormon. Actually, no, not predominantly is an understatement. It's ran by them. It's Utah. If we have any listeners in the great state of Utah, we don't mean any harm. But it's majority Mormon. And they like come off as so nice. And of course the gang doesn't like them. And then Kyle becomes friends with the kid Stan. and he invites him over for dinner and they're doing this Stan. thing called family homey thing. Kyle, you don't watch Stan. TV, you just hang out with your family. Stan, yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I stand corrected. Thank you, Alec. No, I genuinely mean that. Thank you. Um, anyway, so family home evening when you just hang out with your family and play games and the family is like creepily nice and I just want to say I personally don't know any Mormons like I I knew one when I was very nice people what was that Justin I'm sure they're very nice people I'm sure they're very nice people like I knew one Mormon when I was in college but and she seemed very nice I got a question though Sure. Did this episode lead to the Book of Mormon? I think it might have. Yes. For those who don't know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone later on wrote the Book of Mormon, which won all the Tonys. Hello. My name is Elder Price. Nice. And I I'd like, like to share with you the most amazing book. Price. That is a musical I really badly want to see. Mm-hmm. My mom and older sister saw it and they loved it. Tickets are still impossible to get. Just like Hamilton. Hey, uh, when tickets get cheaper one day, three of us, Book of Mormon. Sure. Justin, yeah. you win. Sure. Hey, JT, it's your channel. You can come too. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, and they tell the story of Joseph Smith and listen, and I remember, Smith. but I'm not going to get into it. I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't know. I know 
basically next to nothing about Mormon theology. So, okay. But it, it, it is kind of like they go, Joseph Smith found the Mormon religion. Dum, 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 dum. And when somebody makes a good point, they go, smart, 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 smart. And and it's just, you know, they find, like, Stan finds a big contradiction at the end and and loses it because, again, I'm not getting into the theological aspect of this because I know next to nothing about Mormonism. Um, but, yeah, it's just, hey, you know what's another good thing? Because Trey Parker and Matt Stone, e- either one of them, I want to say it was Trey Parker, I could be wrong. But either one of them actually had Mormon friends growing up and were invited to their house for a family home evening. And a lot of their Mormon friends, when they watched the episode, they actually loved it. They found it hilarious. <laughs> That's and awesome. yeah, like I thought, like, oh my God, if Mormons saw this, they probably got deeply, deeply offended. But you know, and and we'll get more into this in another episode. I'm going to get into my top five. Um, I'm not going to give anything away. But I really, I think this was the the breeding ground for the Book of Mormon. Mm. And yeah, I and just one more thing. I believe. And dum 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 dum. <laughs> so there, pay tribute to South Park and the Book of Mormon. Thank you. You're welcome, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. All right, Allie. All right, now I'm going to the dead celebrities because that is my number four. That was one of my honorable mentions. Yep. So pretty much Ike sees all these ghosts. Hi, Billy Mays here with Ah, Billy Mays! I forgot the rest of them. But somehow that they end up having all these like ghost things come on, like you know those go like those ghostbusters, not ghostbusters, like those the, the um ghost hunters. <laughs> yes, they come Is there a ghost here? And all of a sudden, like what they thought was ghosts, Chipotle. Even though God's honest truth, my little sister loves Chipotle, and Chipotle is good. No, Chipotle is good. Justin, <laughs> by the way, not sponsored. I know. If I knew we were going to do this, I should have brought Chipotle with me. You should have. I know. And then all of a sudden, they go to a seance, and they realize that all the dead celebrities who died in 2009. Nine. I remember I graduated sixth grade, because Michael Jackson died when, like, the day before my sixth grade graduation. Uh, yeah. That is, like, one of the days I rem- like, I think I had just finished my freshman year of high school mm-hmm. when he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they realize all these dead celebrities are in purgatory, and it's like sitting in an airplane where it doesn't move and the seatbelt sign is on. (laughs) And they're missing one person. And that one dead celebrity is Michael You need to know that you're dead. Now sit down and be quiet. No. No, 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 And all of a sudden, Michael Jackson possesses Ike Broflowski. Then the only way they would get Michael Jackson out of Ike if they make him a girl, a white girl. And what's the whitest 
Well, they pretty much put Ike in a beauty pageant, like toddlers and tiaras. And there were some judges who were, I'll just say it straight, perverts. Who should be in jail. <laughs> and then there not, around, no, not just around children. They shouldn't be around any human beings. Are you sure they weren't part of NAMBLA? We had to make that joke again, didn't we? <laughs> uh, we just want to. Uh, I just want to apologize to our very dear friend JT. <laughs> Sorry, JT. This is like the most adult episode that we've had of this show. <laughs> Allie, we're a family show here. <laughs> we have to. Okay, go on, Allie. No worries. <laughs> we'll we'll do an episode in the future for children. For the best childhood shows, like educational television. Okay, going back. No, for children, go back and watch our SpongeBob episodes. <laughs> going back, Eric ends up getting the other judge who was eating Chipotle, convinces her to make Ike win. And then Michael Jackson finally floats up to heaven, not heaven, to purgatory. Ike is like, what the is going on here, Kyle? <laughs> and finally michael jackson has a trophy in a crown they fly off and head into below i mean can i say it yes hell we said everything else here that's not gonna <laughs> do anything else yeah okay then to hell which is i forgot what it was but they end up having to wait again but yeah that was pretty much it i love that i really do like that episode. It's hilarious. It was. <laughs> Billy here. Hi, Billy Mays here. Uh, I forgot Billy Mays died that year too. That was a, that was a, a lot sad of people year. died that year. I know. And Farrah Fawcett died the same day as Michael. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. She did. Yeah, because Michael's death kind of overshadowed it. Oh, like she died first, though. She yep. Like mm-hmm. everything was like, oh, Charlie's angel is now heaven's angel. Farrah Fawcett dead, and then breaking news: Michael Jackson has died. Dead. And then you know, because for those hours, for everything was Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett, and then boom, Michael it went Jackson. from Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett, to Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Yep. He died the exact same day. Yep. Okay. I yield. Okay. Justin, you're number four, buddy. My number four. Got another Butters episode, people. Uh, it is City Sushi. Oh, I didn't oh. see that one. Oh, you haven't seen this one? No, I haven't. So, Mr. Kim gets some competition when a sushi restaurant opens up next to City Walk. Oh, I remember this episode now. Meanwhile, um, Butters gets diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder because of all the characters he plays as. Inspector Butters, Police Man Butters, uh, Fireman Butters. Chaos. Yes. Professor Chaos. Oh, that might be a little episode I'll talk about later. Um, so, uh, a doctor diagnoses him with uh, 
personality disorder, uh, sorry, dissociative EID. <clears throat> Make it easy on me. Um, but then it turns out that this doctor has EID as well. He's trying to convince um, fathers to commit crimes for him. And then sometimes he's a little kid. But the twist at the very end is, um, so Mr. Kim's trying to uh, kill the sushi store owner um, this, with it being disguised as a peace offering. You know, power of friendship. Um, can't exactly remember what happens or uh, things to unravel, but it's revealed that the doctor is actually Mr. Kim. Mm. And they do the whole uh, ending from Psycho. Oh, mm. oh, they'll wait. I just think it's a really great mm. Butters episode. It's not like a good episode. And oh, yeah. It's a really interesting insight on a character we've known since the Mongolian episode. I love that episode was good too. Right. Yeah, that one I regret not putting on my list either. Yeah. Okay. My number four, Canada on strike. <laughs> Canada says no more. No more of it that we want respect. That's Hello? what we're fighting for. How does this, this is the second time this has happened? What? Oh Lord. Last time we were together. Your four was my three. So my four is your three. Yeah. You know what that means? What is that? We swapped right. We lost audio. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I JT. I swiped right with someone right. other than you this time. <laughs> oh my um, so I guess. So anyway, um, yeah. You want to both talk about it? Sure. <laughs> okay, so my number four is the Canada on Strike episode. Um, it's Canadian Day. It's it's like Canadian Day, which Canadian Pride Day, my fellow Canadians. Which really makes no sense that they're in school because Canada Day is on July first, and it's in Colorado. But and they wouldn't be in school. But anyway, anywho, um. Canada is disrespected. And what do they want? We want more money. Internet money. So they end up deciding to go on strike. Canada on strike. Canada Canada says no more. more. We no more neglect. We want respect. That's what we're fighting for. It even took three hours to rehearse the striking song. That's right. Sung by Canadian Paul. It's Canada on on strike. So they go on strike and they take everything Canadian back. Yeah, and Kyle's little brother, who's adopted, mm-hmm. he had a sign that said "Honk, honk if you support Canada." <laughs> and then they're trying to get Poor the right. money, and this involves our favorite guy. That's me. 
Okay, does anybody remember too. this? I said, well, look, well, in anyone remember that? Is that that? You want to do my butt? Okay. Oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this. Remember that? That's where that's from. Oh, that's no, what this is from YouTube. Right? This is from YouTube. The original one was from YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, 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 and then they're basically dying off like during the Canadian strike. And, and Jonathan Phillip were trying to get out of here and they were calling each other buddy. I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your like, guy, friend. I'm not your friend. We'll do that in a second. But then anyway, when the strike ends, it turns out the strike was a whole force. They had plenty of money or something like that. They ended and, up giving everybody coupons to Bennigan's. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we did the numbers. We lost more money from the strike. I'm like, hey, but we got respect and that's important. And then the okay, there was also girl. a joke that Denmark becomes the new Canada. Oh, yeah. And, the, and to that guy who was like the head of Canadian something. And they're like, Canadian what Bureau. are you doing? Go, they what cut are you him doing? Off. We're singing you out to sea. Now you can go hang out with the Danish. Go, this ain't over, friend. I'm not young. your friend, buddy. He's not I'm your buddy, guy. guy. <laughs> I'm not your guy, bud. Oh my goodness. Uh, we lost you again. But I'm also going to go back to the part with all the other YouTubers that all were right, in there. It's, that funny. it's all real people. Yep. Chocolate Rain, Tron Guy, the Numa Numa Guy. Yeah. Weird woodchuck thing. I don't know. It was all real. What's going on? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that is such a great episode. Oh. So we swung. We swung. <laughs> so are you buying dinner or am I buying dinner? Joke I make with JT. I'm I sorry. So when is this happening? <laughs> yeah, be this weekend. I'm busy. Um, I'm away. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So yeah. So you want to talk about this more? You just want to go? I Justin, think you or? covered a lot of it. I've just bumped in. I mean, since it was my number four and your number three. Yep. You want to just go to Justin with his number three? Swipe to Justin. Justin, your number three. Um. Simpsons did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I my drop on that. I'm sorry. That, that's such a great episode. You get more Professor Chaos shenanigans. Damn, I should have put that on the panel. This is where I said the spoilers were gonna come in after Tweet became the new fourth person. Yeah. Someone dies after, and Simpsons did it. After Tweak replaced Butters as the replacement Kenny. You got all that? Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, he becomes Professor Chaos. Think Doctor Doom, but lamer. <laughs> um 
So he decides to come up with all of these plans to take over the world, except for one thing. Simpsons did it! Simpsons did it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. And he was always reminded by um, his sidekick sidekick or henchman or whoever he is. And it finally seems like he came up with an original idea. A dumb one, but it was original. Then what happened? Commercial for the Simpsons. They were first about to do that idea himself. Simpsons in it. Wait, doesn't Butter see everybody as a Simpsons character? Yep, and that's when it starts. He starts seeing the Simpsons everywhere. He starts going nuts. Meanwhile, um, I think this is also the episode where Cartman drinks Kenny's ashes. No, wait, is it? Yeah. No, that's the um, Ladder to Heaven episode. Okay, that's the next This is the one where Miss Chokes on Dick dies. Because there's something involving the sea monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the uh, yeah. the cocktail, uh, like, what well, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? That's why I wanted to say the spoilers were coming. No, tweak, this chokes on dick. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. I... The fact that they got away with Miss Chokes on Dick. Oh my. I don't want to I mean, talk they... about Miss Chokes on Dick because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, but. Go on. I'm sorry. Um, and then there was also like the spot with the sea monkeys. They were building civilization. Right. And, and one of them then, was Cartman civilization. What was the other? Was that Tweak? And then they mixed it with something and it caused the civilization to advance. And it caused the civilization to go to war with itself. And kill everybody. And destroy itself. Mm-hmm. So pretty uh, clear idea of what's ahead of us. Joy. All right. You guys ready for my number three? Go for it. Red Hot Catholic Love. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, this is an episode. Okay, the the parents there get concerned when their local priest, Father Maxi, announces about a weekend retreat with a bunch of priests. And if anyone has been knowing news of what's been going on in the Catholic Church for the last 20, 30 years... Oh, boy. I'll leave that to your imagination. Why would you not want, you know, a priest with your son? No, don't leave it to the imagination. Why do you want people thinking about that? Actually, no, don't leave it to your imagination. Just... Just you know, of what's been going on in the church over the last 20, 30 years mm-hmm. with priests and altar boys. Just, yeah, and they don't feel comfortable with it. And 
And there's a scene when they get a therapist saying, has Father Maxie ever tried to put something up your butt? And there's a whole nother plot. We'll get to that in a sec. That's a whole nother plot. And we'll get to that in a second. And, but anyway, Father Maxie, a lot of people are leaving the church and they become atheists. And Father Maxie is very concerned when he talks to his, the, the local priest. They all don't say it's a big deal. So, you know what? I'm going right to the top. I'm going to the Vatican. And then, and then they're saying, and then they're saying, you know, and they're like, going, we know a lot of the priests are getting caught for doing that with boys. How do we do it in Donkey Kong? Wait, what? No, let's, why don't we just not do it? Let's do it. Exactly. And then they're like, you've seen the episode, Justin? Yeah. You, Allie? I don't remember this one. I know I, I thought I did once or twice, but. And no. then they're like, <laughs> it's basically. <laughs> and they go, the British and part of the. And then oh, the alien, remember, Justin, like the alien type things. And on behalf of the Gargamax yeah. Catholics, I'm like, Gargamax? You know what? Can we just forget about the Gargamax for a second? What do you have against the Gargamax? Nothing. Just what works on that planet doesn't work here on Earth. And then it's the holy document of. We can't get married. So what are we supposed to do? Goes, well, why don't we change the holy document of Vatican law so we can have sex with women? Oh, and they're like, but the holy document of Vatican law can't be changed. Go, why not? Because we don't know where it is. Oh my goodness. And going, and there's like alligators and snakes and, and water lizards. And and then he goes, well, if I, ch- well, if you can find it, we can change it. And then, and then they, should I go to the, and then when, you know, we'll go back to the main plot in a second. But anyway, remember that question about getting something stuck up your butt? Yeah. Boys are thinking, why would they want to stick something up my butt? And then Cartman comes up with the idea, go, wait, maybe if I stuck food in my butt, it would come out the mouth. Oh, yeah. And then I think I've seen this one. And then it act, it ends up happening. Because Kyle and Cartman bet each other twenty bucks, and then I love when Cartman is like takes the money and just throws it. And he goes, "I went to the bank. I took Kyle's twenty. I got it into twenty singles." And he's rolling around going, "Kyle's money." <laughs> Kyle's money. And he goes, oh, go yourself, Cartman. It's so stupid and immature that everybody's doing it. So it found out that it's healthier. He goes, what do you want? A freaking, what are you going to get? A freaking medal? For his efforts, the mayor of South Park will be giving young Eric Cartman a freaking medal. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, anyway, back to the plot <laughs> with Father Maxie. He gets the holy document of Vatican law. And then he turns up to be in. And then it says, like, how did he get past the water lizards? And then he goes, there, I have the holy document of Vatican law. Can we change it now? And they're like, hold on, I need, the Pope wants to say something. Okay, uh, the Pope says we must consult the highest authority. And then some Gregorian chant comes in, and he, and they goes, oh, my, he goes, behold, the great queen spider. Oh, gosh. Oh, hell, Queen yeah, Spider. What was that, Justin? I said, yeah, it gets nuts. And you go in, Queen Spider, 
we, we seek your guidance. What is it that you seek? We want to change one of the Vatican rules. The Vatican rules cannot be changed. So say the spider. And Father Maxie just has a breakdown and says, you guys have lost touch with the outside world. The God of your queen spider. He goes, what about put the holy document of Vatican law? What the hell is the holy document of Vatican law? And rips up the law and the Vatican goes down. Oh, wow. But then he makes a good speech at the end saying, you know, you guys don't know what it's like to be a Catholic in the real world. You guys, because I followed this book, the Bible, which, which, which there's stories for us to guide our lives by, you know, love thy neighbor, be a good person. It's, it's not about hierarchies and all this. And, and uh, okay, for those of you who don't know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone can be very critical of religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here they don't really bash it that much. They bash, they bash what it becomes, but they don't bash the actual message of it. Right. Um, they bash the dogma. Yeah. An interesting <laughs> fact, the sure. queen spider is actually, I want to say it's actually a metaphor for the magisterium which is the teaching office of the Catholic Church, which is the office that decides church teaching. So I think that the queen spider was a metaphor for the magisterium. So, yeah, I just really like that episode because it pokes fun at the scandals that's been going on in the Catholic Church, but it doesn't do it. It doesn't paint it in the way that all priests are bad. Mm. That some that there are priests, yeah, there are some bad priests who do those things, but there are priests who think those things are wrong. Mm. And listen, I don't want to get into a whole discussion about that. We'll be here all night. And but it's just a really good episode. And <laughs> the Queen Spider is pro- Justin. The Queen Spider is the best part of the episode. <laughs> it's hilarious. So say if the spider. Okay, we're moving on to Allie. So All say right. if the spider. Wow, we're two. We only have two left. Oh my goodness. So my number two, bro, is a good episode, bro. Is it the PC? No, it ain't PC, bro. Cause I'm talking oh, wicked, bro. Oh, is it the the playwright episode? Yes, Broadway bro down. On football Sunday. <laughs> so pretty much, Randy finds out that if he takes his wife to Broadway shows, such as Wicked and New York City, he gets man time. You're eating while you're doing this? I suppose. Yeah, and, and you know what the irony is? Is that we said earlier, Trey Parker and Matt Stone get a Tony Award winning Broadway musical. Yep. That's the whole irony, but that's pretty much the whole main plot. And then Randy decides to write a musical to get more men, man time, and ends up having to be in a bro down with Elton John, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Stephen Sondheim, and there's one more. Stephen Schwartz, I think. Oh, Stephen Schwartz. Okay. And um, yeah. Yeah, um, every you know Andrew Lloyd Webber did Cats, Phantom, Jesus yeah. Christ Superstar, Stephen Schwartz, who did Wicked. Wicked. Also, Pocahontas and Hunchback. But yeah, Stephen Tonheim, Rest in Peace, West Side Story, Company. Sweet, Sweeney Todd. Yep. And Elton John, Aida, Lion King. Yeah. And he, 
Yeah. And you know, like what the irony is, how they portray them as very masculine. The irony is that two of them are gay. Yep. That's the irony in all this. Mm-hmm. But in the uh, subline, mainly Shelly and Stan end up trying to befriend the vegans. Well, and we just want to say we have nothing against the vegans. That's no, your personal choice, no, and we no. respect that. Of course. But I think the son there ends up having a crush on Shelly, and somehow they both end up going to see Wicked, in which Randy dresses up as Spider-Man and just destroys the theater and kills the kid. Sorry. It sucks. And he reveals to Sharon why he took him to all why he took it all those Broadway shows. So they could have sex. Not just sex. Man time. Hmm. Yeah, but as someone who has a sister who loves Broadway and just watching the show, I just laugh my butt off. I think you and I may have watched this episode together at one point. I don't remember. You know, I don't remember. I think we did at one point. Maybe. Or you just told me about it. I don't remember. I think I told you about it. Well, I know, because I know there was one time you and I, when we were in college, we watched South Park together at least once. I don't remember. Me neither. All right. I yield to Justin. Justin, you're number two, buddy. All right. So my number two. Uh, this is one I revisit a lot, actually. Um, it's two days before the day after tomorrow. Oh, okay. Oh my God, that's today. Um, this is the one where Dan and Cartman uh accidentally drive a boat into the Beaverton Dam, flooding the town, and everyone at first is blaming either the government or Al Qaeda. Until the scientists say it's actually global warming. Oh, wow. And that they didn't listen. Um, and then, you know, Dan's feeling guilty. Carmen's like trying to forget about the whole thing. Um, Stan tries to go to Beaverton to save all the citizens. They get trapped. Um, Stan, Kyle, and Hartman, they all get trapped in Beaverton. Uh, the fathers of the boys go outside in the blistering heat, even though they think it's the day after tomorrow. Hmm. outside and they're dressed up in like their I'm sorry I, I just heard something kind of bizarre um, anyways uh <laughs> Uh, where was I? Um, so they're dressed up in their warmest garments. They're going outside in the blistering heat. They think they're 
die of hypothermia. Um, and then at the end, the, uh, the boys are saved by FEMA. Um, they go back to the town and they are like, I broke the dam. And then everyone thinks that he's doing like the um, Sparkus thing. So everyone starts saying, I broke the dam. I broke the dam. And, and Sam's like, you guys are all in it. And everyone keeps on saying, I broke the dam. I broke the dam. And Hmm. Sorry, I keep getting distracted. All right. All right. Any more? Or? Um, that's pretty much the gist of the episode. It's it's mostly known for the we didn't listen chant. Yeah. Um, because everyone is yelling in a panic. We didn't listen. We didn't listen. And then when uh, it's revealed that the global warming was going to hit two days before the day after tomorrow, that's when Randy's like, oh my god, that's the day. In like the most action movie way he could. And then of course the entire Senate or House of Representatives, whichever it was, this person to a mass hysteria. Oh, wow. Okay. Are you guys ready for my number two? Sure. My number two is one of the most controversial episodes of South Park. Episode 200? No. It's an episode that's so controversial, it caused a cast member to leave the show. Oh, no. Oh, oh the my number two is Trapped in the Closet. Like, okay, for those who haven't seen the episode, Stan, after turning down Cartman, Kyle, and Kenny to save money for his new bike, goes to... ends up going getting into Scientology. And at first they tell him he's depressed. And then they tell him that he's depressed. And then they said, just give us 200 and something dollars and we'll make you not depressed anymore. So he gives them his bike money. He gives them the bike money and they take this test and it turns out the readings that they're off the charts from this test. And it turns out that he is the reincarnation, the prophet of Scientology's founder, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, God. Okay. Um, guys, do think we have any Scientologists watching this? I have no idea. Probably not. But, and then it's, and then it goes, it, okay. And then it, course, the thing that everybody talks about Say Scientology has many famous faces, such as John Travolta, and of course, Tom um, Cruise. And yes, this was was this around the same time? I think it was still with Nicole Kidman. She does appear in the episode. 
Because I was wondering, was was this around the time with I'm in love with Katie Holmes? I'm in love with Katie Holmes. I'm in love with Katie Holmes. When he was jumping up and down over scouts, yelling. Yeah, that was that was more of a Family Guy set, though. Not. It was based on the real event. Out the closet. So anyway, Stan, or should we say, L. Ron Hubbard, tells tells um. Tells Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise, do you like my movies? Going, oh, they're okay. They're not as good as Leonardo DiCaprio. And then he goes in the closet going, Stan, what's going on here? Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. And he's like literally in the closet. And I just want to say to any of our LGBTQ viewers, we're not making fun of coming out of the closet. That's the joke. That he's literally in a closet. But I heard Trey yeah. Stone, they wanted to make a joke about Tom Cruise possibly being gay. And and they said, you can't say that. Goes, okay, then just say he just say he's in the closet. And they literally put him in a closet. And they're like, Tom Cruise, please come out of the closet. Again, this has nothing to do with his sexuality. And they're like, <laughs> and then John Travolta, come on, Tom, come out of the closet. Who cares if the prophet said you're, and then John Travolta was like, Mm, this closet's nice. I'm staying in the closet too. Oh my god! And then a music artist, which you know what? After the all the horrible shit this person did, I don't think we should even mention this person's name because he did some because he did some very terrible things. Oh wow! What? You know who I'm talking about, Justin? One hour. You know who I'm talking about, Justin? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So we're not, but there is this part called Tom Cruise come out of the closet. And they're like singing, Tom Cruise would come out of the closet. Tom Cruise and John Travolta come out of the closet. And yeah. But you know what? This episode does do good. And we'll get to why that cast member left in a minute, I promise. Is that mm-hmm. it comes across that, you know, when Stan actually believes this and the president of the Church of Scientology goes, no, I don't believe this. We're just doing this to make money. Um, you know, and that's the thing with a lot of these organizations. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call them that word you're thinking. I don't want to use that word right now. And I think you know what word I mean. But my thing is... That's what these type of organizations do. They find someone and tell them that they're vulnerable and they're depressed and that they can help them. And then they just scam me out of your money. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what these organizations do. And, and when they were going through the whole thing with Scientology and like what they believe, go, go watch the episode. And I'm trying to tread very carefully here because we may have Scientologists watching. Right. But um, it's so funny though. It's and and okay. Now the cast member Isaac Hayes, who was the voice actor of Chef, was actually a Scientologist. Yeah, and he first found the episode very offensive. And actually, no, first he was like, "And eh, that's what Trey and Matt do. They poke fun at everybody." Mm-hmm. But then the church got in there his ear. 
Yeah, and because I actually watched him about that, I'll tell you in a second. And he goes, they, he called the portrayal immature and ridiculous, and he left the show. Like, it, and that last episode that he was in, The Return of Chef, if you've noticed, and I just figured this out today. It was all of his old recordings. Yeah, how yeah. his speech is very clunky. It was just all old recordings. Because he yeah. died in 2008 of a stroke. Oh, well, that was released yeah. before he died. Oh, the stroke. But, oh. But no, but the stroke was actually a reason why why he didn't come because apparently his agent gave that statement to Trey Parker and Matt Stone because Isaac Hayes' son Isaac Hayes' son said that no, dad didn't officially leave the show. It was like his agent or his assistant that told him that he was leaving because at the time... Isaac Hayes had had a stroke and he was basically unable to speak. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the people who were working for him were all part of the Church of Scientology. So what Justin said was true. The church basically got in Isaac Hayes' ear and they basically told Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And like, you know, before I knew this, Trey Parker and Matt Stone made a, a good point. was saying, you know, we don't see him getting upset when we make fun of Christianity or Mormons or Muslims or Jews. But when it's his religion, he's upset yeah. and he gets sensitive to it. Like, you know, I want to ask you guys, just give me a quick answer. Do you think they have a point or not really? Oh, they, have, they have a point. I um, because they really don't. They're not selective with who they target. They target anyone. They're EOOs, equal opportunity offenders. They, they make yeah. fun of yeah. everyone. They, yeah. Like religious-wise, they make fun of Christians. They make fun of Muslims. They make fun of Jews. They make fun of Mormons. Although like, I will say, the amount of Jew jokes in that show is <laughs> yep. over 9,000. Yep. And, you know, like when it comes to politics, they make fun of liberals. They make fun of conservatives. They make fun of everybody. Yeah. Even Trump. You mean exactly. the douche? Oh, you, that, no, Mr. Garrison. It's Mr. Garrison. I forgot. It was him. Yeah, but that was a parody of you know who. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because then didn't Mr. Garrison like kill Trump or something? Canadian Trump. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. So Trap in the Closet was an episode that caused a cast member to leave. Wow. And Tap Cruise come out of the closet. <laughs> um Okay, Allie, number my dear, one. what is your number one? If any of you swipe right, let me know. Okay. Scott Tennerman must die is my number one. Pick. Oh, my God. I wanted you- to put this on the list so badly. Just I because to. how far Cartman can go to get revenge, especially on an older kid like Scott Tennerman. His own brother. Stepbrother. Oh, half-brother. True. Because yeah, you know who Cartman's mom had sex with? The entire Denver uh, Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had an orgy. She had a- Okay. Carmen's mom is a slut. <laughs> She's a dirty slut. She is. 
Okay. But mainly the whole episode was just Cartman trying to get revenge on Scott Tannerman. And in the end, they had like this peace chili. Mm-hmm. And you know what's inside the chili Cartman gives Scott? What? His parents. Mr. and Mrs. Tannerman chili. I made you eat your parents. Dude, let's never piss off Cartman again. Just like how you said with the episode, never get on Cartman's bad side. There are three episodes that I point to that shows that Carmen is beyond redemption. God Damn Must Die, the Future Selves episode where Carmen's future self actually does show up and he's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to do whatever. I guess it's a, a fat blob again. And those are the three episodes right. I always point to. If anyone else wants to talk about Scott Tarman must die, please do so. Otherwise, I yield. I'm just going to sing one little song. I'm a little piggy. Here's my snout. Oink, oink, oink. oink. <laughs> I forgot about all that. All right. Justin, what's your... Oh, I'm sorry. Go on, Allie. I just realized that actually foreshadows the shots episode mm-hmm. where Cartman squeals like a pig. <laughs> All right. All right, Justin, what's your number one? My number one is uh, the return of the Fellowship of the Two Towers. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, the Lord of the Rings episode. What was it, Lord of the Rings? Or was it something else? It was the Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Oh. The video yes. with the other video, which turns out to be a adult film. I remember the title was Dirty Plus Nine. <laughs> I think it was something like that. Butters calls the precious. <laughs> and then all, like- all the fathers knew exactly what kind of movie it was. It was like, no! <laughs> and all the mothers like <laughs> Wait, was it the one where like the sixth graders were trying to grab that video? Yes. Yeah. There was that boy. <laughs> They're essentially the black riders. That's the thing, like this whole episode is basically the Lord of the Rings. You know, they're tasked with Returning the ring to Blockbuster. To the Blockbuster. Um, it should have been one of my other top picks. And then you have our favorite character, Butters. That's me. <laughs> Butters. Turning, turning into Gollum. Yes. My movie. I tell you the movie. My passion. Oh my goodness. It's a good one. It is a fun episode. It's such a fun episode. It, it, I, I just love how the parents really make the episode. Like, the stuff with the kids is fun as well, but like, the parents really 
make that up as well. Yep. Okay. You ready for me to bring it on home? Get it. Go for it. My number one is the passion of the Jew. Of course it would be. Of course. It had to have shown up. What you knew I was Okay. What was that, Allie? Of course you would pick that. No, what were you saying about Mel Gibson? Of course. Mel Gibson, you know how they parody him in that? <laughs> it's hilarious. But anyway, the plot is Cartman and Kyle are fighting again. Cartman says some anti-Semitic things. Doesn't he make Kyle watch Passion of the Christ? And say, well, you should go watch The yeah. Passion. And that's what the movie is causing you to hate you people. Wait. And then... Okay, go on. Kyle watches The Passion. And then Kyle says to Cartman, you were right. And then Cartman goes, I'm ready to do my bit in Mel Gibson. And he treats Mel Gibson like a god. And doesn't Stan and Kenny go to Mel Gibson's mansion again? Yeah, for, and then Stan and Kenny say, let's go see. Goes, yeah, it sucked. Let's get our money back. And, <laughs> and, then, and then Cartman, motivated by the passion, starts a movement which is basically rooted in anti-Semitism. Fascism. Mm. Like when you see he's dressed and as Hitler. It's, yeah. And it's like it's him starting the Third Reich and it's and he takes advantage of basically stupid people mm-hmm. because they're make he's saying he's saying anti-Semitic, basically Nazi chants, and they're going. But stuff what like is that, that? can't like, happen oh, in real be, life, right? It must be Aramaic. And yeah, but anyway, Kyle and and you know, Stan and Kenny go to Mel Gibson's house to get his money back, and it turns out Mel Gibson is just a lunatic. And then he goes, I need that $18 line so I can build my church. You know why I want to build a church? So I can play Bento. Jesus, how I love you. How I love you, Jesus. Goes, oh, my God. And remember, goes, I know you all want to torture me. Just don't use the whips on the on the, on the wall. And he's, he goes, so I can play Bento. Jesus he goes, God, dude, this guy is daffy. How dare you call me crazy? This is war. And then... Yeah, and then Kyle is starting to feel guilt and tells the synagogue that maybe they should apologize for killing Jesus. And you know what? It covers all three camps perfectly in reaction to the Passion of the Christ. Jewish guilt, anti-Semitism. And shitty movie. And just how insane Mel Gibson is. (laughs) And then... But I find the ending very... when, When Cartman's... When Cartman's people from the Mel Gibson fan club and and Kyle Synagogue are starting to fight, and then Mel Gibson shows up and he's going, he's going, you all want to torture me? And then Kyle goes, Stan, Kyle, I mean, Kenny, is that? Yeah, that's Mel Gibson going, dude, what's wrong with him? He goes, he's cuckoo. He's absolutely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, I was having nightmares because of that guy's movie. <laughs> And then he goes, give me my $18 back. And then he goes, it's our $18. Your movie sucked. You can't say my movie sucked. Saying my movie sucked is saying Christianity sucks. He goes, if you want to be Christian, that's fine. But you should follow what Jesus taught rather than how he died. Because mm-hmm. how he died that's was what in the, the dark, dark ages. Did. And look how it turned out for them. Yep. Because, you know, like, little thing here, um, 
you know, because there's a part in the episode when Kyle is talking to the priest, Father Maxi, and he says, the Bible doesn't really give an account on, doesn't really talk about the crucifixion a lot. Well, it does, but it's not highly focused on. Saying the Passion was actually performed as a, as a performance piece in the Middle Ages. And to basically drive up anti-Semitism, saying that the Jews killed Jesus. And, yeah, but you know what? This movie just covers, like I said, all three camps perfectly. And, mm-hmm. and saying, like, you know, now I feel much better about being Jewish knowing that Mount Gibson is just a wacko douche. And yeah, so that's the list. Wow. Well, you know, I think we've been here for like two and a half hours. Two hours. Yes, we have. No, two hours, 20 minutes. Okay, we started a little late. So, wow, we spent two hours and 20 minutes talking about South Park. So Anyone have any final thoughts? Ha ha. Ha- anybody have any final thoughts? There's a lot of episodes we did not cover. I know. I know. We would have to do. We have we to go do through... another whole like episode just on like different characters, best moments of them. Yeah, we should do that one day. Love to. And I would just like to say, you know, South Park has gone on for 25 years. And you know what? It's one of those shows. It can go on for another 50 years for all I care. Oh, yeah. Because I, you've heard me say shows like the Simpsons and Family Guy need to just wrap it up. South Park can go on forever for all I care because... Yeah, yeah seriously. They, they, they haven't lost steam. Because South Park... Because South Park can be current. They can talk about current issues. And, you know, there have been times in recent years where the Simpsons try to get political. But I don't really feel it's a Simpsons episode. It's a That's Simpsons true. episode trying to be a South Park episode. But the Simpsons did it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, you know, like South, like South, South Park has stayed current for 25 years. And they can talk about those subjects. Like, they a, since the beginning. you know, like they, I want to just tell you a quick story. A guy who I used to be friends with, I'm no longer friends with this person who, we were talking about South Park because I used to watch it, but then it got too political. And I'm like, South Park has always been political. Yep. They've always been political. I'm they sorry always... that you no longer align with it. Yeah, and like, and the thing is, because South Park, they, go, they offend everyone. Like I said, they offend liberals, conservatives, Republicans, Democrats, Christians, Jews. They offend everybody. Muslims, Mormons, Scientologists, like. Oh, believe me, the Muslims got really offended. Even uh, celebrities got offensive. They they offend everyone. And you know what? That's what's fun about it. It's yeah. a sh- it, that's what's fun about it. And like I said, like when Trey Parker or Matt Stone showed the episode to their Mormon friend to his Mormon friends, they found it hilarious. And. And that's, and like I said earlier, the show, South Park is a show that's stupid, but smart at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you can do whole doctoral thesis on, episode, on, on episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So anyway, congratulations, South Park. Happy 25th anniversary. And there's one more thing I got to say. What? 
Screw you guys. I'm going oh, home. No. Well, no, we won't do that. Um, Leslie, are you sure? Yeah. Well, guys, that is our episode. If I'd like to thank both Justin and Allie for being here tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you like what you see here, like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell, and also check out my podcast, the Sports Insanity Podcast, and you our podcast. You them, mute them, and the Sports Insanity Network. Spice? Football season's coming up, so we're going to be really busy. And also check out this show in podcast form on Spotify. So, again, I'd like to thank Justin and Allie for joining me. Um, Stay tuned next week. I actually won't be here next week. I'm actually going to be away for a night or two. But JT will. I don't know if he's going to have someone to fill in for me or he's going to go along. You'll just have to wait and see. So I will see you folks in two weeks. Um, thanks for coming and stay safe and take care. Bye. Screw you.